Wait, sorry. Oh my fuck. Okay, just once from the top. We're not famous yet. But if people knew who we were, we might get the attention we crave. Until then, we'll ride this wave. It's Kaylee and Tina. Two girls with hypochondria. It's Kaylee and Tina. Together, we'll tell you the best of the things you forgot or overlooked with our blunt observations. It's time to get underrated. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Hi. Hi, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Tina. And we're back, baby, and we're still underrated. Some content in this podcast may include sparkling dialogue, cosmic energy, and blunt observations from two of the most underrated gals on the scene, and that is me and my friend Kaylee. That's me and my friend Tina. Tina, do you hear the subway? You yes, yeah. it's authentic. God, I hate it. On an intro of all things, it's just infuriating, but that's, that's the city I live in. It, that's the big apple, baby. So For sure. Let's address, mm-hmm. we've been gone for a long time, guys. We know. We know, but you know what? It's a new year, a new start, and I, I think we're gonna we're gonna go back to doing an ep a week. Yeah, <laughs> I think an ep a week. But we've That's had our New Year's resolution. Yes, New Year, same me, new possibilities. Mm-hmm. Someone exactly. just put that on an Instagram story, and I was like, Yeah, no, That's go the only off. place to see something like that. Yeah, like, I don't know, what was it like to, like, live in Salem witch times and, like, you just didn't see a million Instagram stories a day? I know. Sometimes I really think I want to get better about not using my phone, but I will say, like, I've been using it so much this past week. Well, that's not your fault. I know. I know. Guys, I'm gonna say it. The hypochondriac girl that you know and love, me, one of them, aka me, got COVID. I have COVID. I technically yeah. still have COVID because I'm not done with my 10 days yet. So still contagious. How, Back up. How are you feeling today, though? Today, the thing that's still getting me is my nose is just congested. So my smell is really off. I would say for a few days, it was really faint and I couldn't really taste things. And I was like, Ugh, that's annoying. Um, but my t- it's weird. It's like, I know the two are connected, so this doesn't really make sense, but my like taste has gotten better, but my smell is still wonky. Like there's this candle that I keep like putting up to my face and like inhaling, um, which I don't feel like is great for you, but that's okay. Um, and it just smells like weird. Like it's not, it's not, it's not the normal vibe of the candle. So that's really yeah. strange. And it's not that you can't smell at all. It's that the candle smells mysterious. Yeah, it's weird. And you know, like, I don't know. I feel like the only way I can describe it is like sick smell or sick taste. But you know, like when you're sick and at the end of your smell or taste, there's just that weird, like, what is that? Yeah. It's just sick. And I have that still. Um, But I started off with this is what I was being a hypochondriac about just to dive in. And I sure enough was right. Um, But (laughs) Howard and I decided that um, because so many people were getting COVID in the city, um, we were like, let's like, since we both have do separate jobs and are seeing different people um, every day because of our jobs, like let's stay away from each other for a few days, Um, especially because I was like on stage maskless with people um 
so I just had this gut feeling. I was like, this isn't going to end well. This like <laughs> being on stage, like spitting in each other's faces every day. Um, but so we didn't see each other for like three days, I think. And then um, on the 22nd of December, we were like, okay, let's go get a test for COVID. Let's go get some rapid tests. And um, anyone that's not in the Big Apple right now to get a rapid test is not easy. You wait in line and we waited in line for four hours um, outside of a city MD, um, both masked, but standing next to each other for sure. But I double masked even. Um, and we got our test and his, mine came back and it was negative and then his came back and it was positive and we were like, oh, okay, bummer. Um, and in that moment in my gut, I knew that I was going to be positive too because I had woken up that morning feeling already like I had a sore throat. Like I was like, hmm, something's scratchy here, but maybe um, it's just a little cold. That's what you hope, right? But as soon as he has said positive, I was like, uh, so then he's like, oh, I can't go see my family for Christmas, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 which is a big bummer. Um, and then that night I went to sleep and I felt a little sick and I was so sore that night. I got so achy. I got maybe four hours of sleep. I felt really nauseous, which I wasn't, I didn't know that that was part of the COVID journey but apparently it can be. And I had really, apparently this is really popular with Miss Ami herself, but back pain. I had such bad back pain and I woke up in the morning and I had a rapid test that I was waiting to use at home that my, my roommate had left for me. Shout out, shout out to Katie. Um, and I was like, I'm going to wait until like the end of the day to take this. I don't know why, but that was my mentality about it. I was like, let me save her. And it was like 8.30 in the morning. And I was like, I can't, wait I gotta take this like something is so off I've gotten four hours of sleep even though I just tested negative yes yesterday I had this gut feeling and uh I yeah I took it and sure enough the faintest little line popped up next to positive and I was like mm, is this positive and then the description on the packet was like even if it's a faint line you are positive and then she came through real deep so yeah there she was damn Bummer alert. So Howard and I had Christmas in the city uh, alone. <laughs> I mean, I was glad that you guys were together because mm -hmm. I know you love Christmas. If there's one thing about my friend oh Kaylee, my she loves Christmas like like no other. So like I, no other. I thought when you first texted me that you tested positive and that you were going to be alone in a room. Um, I'm glad you had Howard at least. How's he doing? Me too. He honestly, I think he had had it for, if there's anything about my, my boyfriend, Howard, it's that he's always coughing no matter <laughs> what. <laughs> like he's always. There are some people like that. And yeah. I don't know about you, but a cough is never something that's like common for me. And no. COVID has really taught me that there are some people that are always coughing and they're like, it's unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> Even with COVID I did not cough too much I think I had like a day where I had like a couple coughs and I was like oh that's the COVID but Howard is always coughing he has like a he had like a nose issue like whatever those like deviated septum things are like he had that so he's always got that drip going that cough going it's right that kind of vibe um but he had had a cough and honestly both of us were like it's I truly believe I mean me being hypochondriac I was just like this is just who Howard is um <laughs> Uh, but 
I should have probably realized that there's like a spike in New York City and maybe he did have it. Um, but he had had it for like days prior to us getting tested. So I think by the time he actually got a test, he had had it for a hot minute for sure. Right. So when we were quarantining together, he was fine. But I was, I would say in the thick of it. I think my worst symptoms were on, honestly, Christmas day. I think mentally the place I was in wasn't helping either. I was really trying to like, say grateful you know that I was like not in a hospital you know and that I was right my boyfriend and able to like and not like completely alone but you know it was definitely super sad so mentally I wasn't in the best space but also I feel like physically that was like my worst day I was so achy and like stuffy and my smell was just out the like it was gone taste everything so I was just not really vibing that day for sure but it's okay. Aww, Christmas sweet is girl. not over. Christmas is not over. Are you going to do like, I feel like this year so many people are like, we're actually doing Christmas like January 18th because that's <laughs> when we'll all be out of quarantine or something. I'm, like I've seen so much of that. Yeah. I'm going to go home uh, I, next week for like a couple days um, when I don't have work because I can't go home on weekends because I have shows. I had to miss all of the holiday shows. I, th- I get to go back for the last one, the very, very last one. Um, shout out to listen to how crazy this is. I feel like all I'm doing is talking. So just tell me to shut up. Um, no, you have interesting things to tell. I've literally been living like a hobbit monk in my house. So <laughs> that's the dream. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, swings and understudies. I know this is really like the talk of the town right now, but they really are the as it should be. For good reason. Yeah, as it should be. This is so crazy, but I'm gonna give shout outs to the swings in the office of musical parody cast because um there are two swings that cover michael so it's kind of like if i'm not there a swing goes on shout out to hannah and then if hannah's not there excelsa goes on and excelsa has not she had not had her michael debut yet and hannah already had the week off and then i had to call out sick excelsa's been going all week she's been killing it isn't that so cool shout out shout out she's just been ready to go and my dear friend uh logan who plays angela in the show she got covid first she she was the first woman ever to get covid um she, she got <laughs> amelia it. Earhart energy she got it uh sunday so she had been out and Fuck. hannah i guess covers literally everyone so she also covers angela um, but I, be- I believe she's the only girly that covers Angela. So they were like, what do we do? We have another swing, Marissa, who Angela is not a normally a track she covers. She learned it in like three days and she was going on for her until Logan got back, which I think she got back yesterday. So I was like, that is crazy. You guys. That is so crazy. I absolutely cried watching that video of Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Of, of course. course you did. It was everywhere. It's- it's so funny if like you're in the theater orbit, you've seen that video 1 million times, but I said something to Mary, my sister. I was like, yeah, like, did you see that video? And she's like, no, no, what? No, like, I didn't know Hugh Jackman was back on Broadway. And I was like, sometimes I feel like I'm not in the theater loop, but then I'm like, no, I 100% am. <laughs> Do you feel sort of famous that you have COVID same time as Hugh Jackman, same city? Same city, right across the street from each other, could have gotten it from each other in a way. Um, in a way, it wouldn't be so crazy to think. It wouldn't. We truly work right across the street from each other. Uh, I've been waiting for them to get into that theater. Um, 
you'll see him soon i'm sure right i hope i hope for sure i have to say though swing and uh, this episode should be literally we'll do another one on swings and understudies and yeah we'll have someone on yeah so underrated that episode i don't know about you i don't know if i mentally could do it i well the thing is swings are only really things for like musicals right like a play wouldn't really have a swing i don't i literally don't know because I'm but out of the running to be a swing because I never know my own vocal part. Never mind. Could know mm-hmm. for other people's. Some people are absolutely built differently. Yeah. And they just keep it all in their head and like they can do it. And those people amaze me. And someone always like someone always goes on at West Con a swing. Uh, like we had like, way? yeah, we had like there was one performance of the musical where there were like two people covering things they normally like an understudy went on so the swing was in the ensemble and like the swing had like four tracks to know and like that's amazing to me I don't get it he's a freshman too I was like (gasps) way to come out swinging (laughs) I literally didn't even mean to say that but way to come out swinging because that's the hardest thing and I know everyone's like when they get like a swing or understudy in school they're always like uh and the professors are always like that's the most useful skill to ever learn and everyone's like shut up and die but it (laughs) is (laughs) yeah that is so crazy I've I've had an understudy before but I'm like swinging just seems it is so impressive to me like I'll see the uh, the swings in the cast and they'll have so many things highlighted basically the whole script um and the thing about I'm gonna keep gassing up this girl excel so that's in the cast you should she truly i think she at this point and i'm not even making this up i think she's learned like every part just to learn it um and she has she's learned the sm track like she has called the show before with the shut SM up being there but she's just, just to do it she's called the show before yeah like our <laughs> sm was there with her but she was like can i be in the booth can i do this and she was like sure so she was there to help if need be but girly called it like she's just learning everything and i'm like that's really iconic <laughs> that is so iconic shout out yeah. what a crazy crazy like you have to have a a really crazy brain to know yeah. all of that i also liked noises off made me think of this because i played like it was like the stage manager and assistant stage manager mm-hmm. of the play within a play were also all the understudies. Mm-hmm. Like they were also like covered all the male and female tracks. And that made me think I was like, imagine if someone called out of a show and they were like, Katie Gerardo, you're on that would, I would love to see it. I yeah. know she could do, I, I know she, she could do, do it. it. <laughs> she could do it. I, I know she could. Yeah. Because it's like you just if you have a good stage manager brain, you know, you'll always be in the right place, yeah. like blocking wise, because you know it better than anyone, truly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, should we what is this podcast about being underrated? Being underrated. Um, let me think. Are you underrated? Um, I feel like the only thing I, I don't I don't even know if I feel underrated this week. Maybe I just feel disrespected. So maybe yeah, in a way. <laughs> but by the Wi-Fi in my apartment. Yeah. Holy, we literally have had a spectrum guy in here. He was just in here 
before my diagnosis even. I know. Did you tell him? I was thinking about that. I, I was honestly, like, did you have to tell him or you <laughs> stayed away? I honestly was not in his path too much. I will say, um, masks were also included, but who can never be sure, but he was in here and you'd think the thing was fixed. And as soon as this guy's gone, like two minutes later, the Wi-Fi is just a wreck. I've been diving into the world of I, you're going to be shocked to hear me say this game of thrones during this time what else do you do in what else do you do literally what else is there to do um but it's so gory i literally have to close my eyes for half of the episodes so i'm like what is the point but story is pretty good um holy the amount of times the tv goes out and has to reload and this and that during an episode i'm like oh my gosh and it's every time that happens i have to remind myself like this is literally what a simple pleasure you have to be able to watch TV. Like I guilt myself because I get so frustrated, but then I'm like, Kaylee, who in the grand scheme, literally this means nothing. You have to chill out. Um, but the Wi-Fi has been cuckoo bananas. Shout out to my personal hotspot. I'm sure I'm going to get a text from my dad any second being like, yeah, I'm selling my parents' phone bill. Yes, I'm 24. Drag me, you guys. Um, <laughs> being like, you have to stop using all of the hotspots. So sorry, dad. Sorry, maybe he'll take it easy on you though, because you have COVID. Maybe. I literally my parents were being so kind. Of course they checked on me every single day. And there was one day where my dad, like, this was like two days ago. So I've re- I've been in the thick of it already. Um, and my dad hadn't called me that day. And I called him at like 10 30 at night and I'm like, oh, what? Christmas is done. So you just think you can stop calling? And he <laughs> luckily we had a laugh about it. Um, but then he called me first thing the next morning and I was like, it worked. <laughs> I've destroyed him. Um, <laughs> broke him down. Broke him down. Are you underrated at all? Feeling underrated at all? I am trying to, I, I don't really know that I'm underrated mm-hmm. this week. I feel, I feel disrespected by the state <laughs> of things right now for sure. Mm-hmm. But I always just, because people have been posting, I need to delete Twitter again um, because just the doomsday talk is getting to the me. Doomsday? Yeah, because people are like, Cause there was one day I was like on my timeline and people were like one in seven people in Connecticut do have COVID right now. Um, yeah. And just seeing everything. And obviously I follow like all uh, New York comedians and they all had COVID like a week ago or maybe longer, actually definitely longer, but they were they all like, everyone has COVID. Time. Not yeah. I'm crazy, but they, they were, got like, to, able to have go Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, they were able to go home with with mega immunity. Um, But it's it is crazy. Like, obviously, I understand in my head that I have not seen any of those people in person ever. But I'm like, everyone I know has COVID, but it's literally just comedians I follow. But now it's actually starting to be like that. Like everyone I know. Um, But I I was just like scrolling through Twitter and then people were talking about like this iceberg that's going to melt and release these viruses that we haven't seen for years. And I was just like, you know what? I got to delete Twitter again. I was like, it's been fun. It's been laughs, but uh, I can't see something like this when I'm living my little hobbit life in my house, not doing anything like, I'm sorry. I can't see her away from that iceberg melting, (laughs) releasing viruses. People are like really worried about climate change because they're like the iceberg is going to melt. And then we're going to, have to deal with viruses that have been extinct for years and we will have no no um, immunity built up against them and some like 
psychic that I guess predicted 9-11 said to watch out for that. But then everyone was like, she got lucky with predicting 9-11. She's been wrong about a lot. And, I'm like, and it's like, when you get that deep into Twitter that you're reading someone being like, she got lucky guessing 9-11. She's been wrong a lot. You're like, you know, I actually do have to turn the phone off. This is not how people were supposed to live. We weren't. Here's my yeah. new thing. We weren't supposed to know about all of these like things. And also human beings were not supposed to have mirrors that look that close to your face. Like, you know, the mega mirrors that like you can see every pore. Humans were never supposed to have access to that. That's my new belief. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I was, I was like popping like the blackheads on my nose the other day. And I was like, God put me on earth for more than this. That's just like, I just had that. I had a, I had a strong, like gut feeling where I was just like, you know what? I was not put on this earth to worry about the blackheads on my nose. And then people always post like, they're not even blackheads. They're just like, so bocus filamente, like whatever people say where they're like, that's not even a blackhead. Like, don't worry about it. And I was like, you know what? I was put on this earth for more than reading about what a psychic is saying about the iceberg releasing viruses and worrying about the blackheads on my nose. Like there's, there just has to be more than this, but, um, People have been posting a lot lately, like, why did COVID have to ruin my 20s? Like, why did I have to? And I like get it. Yeah. But I'm like, we could have been living in the Dust Bowl. Like, I think people need to realize there were like worst times in history. Like we could have been at war. I don't know. Yeah, there. It, it's real. It is. I feel like we will have. <laughs> I feel like our generation, first of all, needs therapy. God, I, I need to go back. Um, but yeah, I ghosted my, my therapist. Sorry. Yeah. I honestly, in a way, I feel like mine was like, you're good now. See you later, girl. Have fun in New York. Um, and I was like, wait. Um, mine kept being like, mine, I, I ghosted mine, but I feel like it wasn't my fault because she was like, she kept being like, I actually can't do the time we talked about. Could you do 7 a.m. on Sunday? And I'm like, why would I ever be able to do 7? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like this time definitely will is a lot and it's really strange for sure and scary and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, then it makes you think, oh my God, we're getting dark on here. But like, has there ever been a good time in history? Not <laughs> like, really. I, the 90s, yeah. the 90s seemed awesome, but I could be wrong. Yeah, that's an amazing point. To, wait, I'm trying to think. I hate to give... I hate to give 90s kids more fuel to their fire of of bragging yeah. about being 90s kids, but that seemed like a pretty good time to like be like a teenager and in your 20s. I just but all of them are in like really bad debt because no one warned them about predatory student loans. Like I feel like they were the first generation to really get fucked with student loans. Yeah. And student um, loans are so insane to me they play the meanest mind games um I got so many emails from the president himself Joe Biden Joe Biden you know what (laughs) he needs he needs to worry about himself for once could he please but he sent he kept sending me emails saying student loans are starting to get paid they've been extended for the last time they have to get paid again in January so the last time was like bolded and underlined and I was like okay and then this guy comes out of nowhere and he says, you have until May now. And I'm like, uh, the mind game. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Just cancel them. Maybe that would be amazing. Just cancel them. I don't get the idea of sometimes um, 
I hear from elders around me, like, we, you can't just cancel, you just can't just cancel student debt. People have paid uh, student, off their student debt in the past. Now you're just going to cancel it. That's not fair. I'm like, if we can't move forward and make changes, how will anything ever change? <laughs> I don't Literally, understand that logic at all. Anyone who says that, I'm like, okay, then you could go back to college right now okay. and yeah. and pay what college costs right now and do the student loans and see if you still feel that way. Because a lot of the people who say that went to school when college cost $2. <laughs> yeah, correct. I'm like, <sighs> you, okay. Anyway, though. Oh my God. Regardless, regardless, not trying to get, not trying to get the world so dark, but we're women of the world and the world is crazy right now. But I am above all grateful. I didn't live in the dust bowl times because they didn't even have phones or like people keep comparing this to the Spanish flu, which like it is similar for sure. Don't get me wrong. But when did they get a vaccine? I can't imagine quickly. I don't know. Definitely not. I should quickly. research more before I talk. I really they don't know also, they for sure didn't have phones. People mm-hmm. who are like, I was born in the wrong generation or whatever. I don't like technology. Not me, bitch. I love my phone. Yeah. I love my TikTok. It keeps me in these times, like to be able to talk to my friends and everything, even when like times are kind of dodgy like this. Yeah. Like, when's the last time you and I would have spoken to each other if there's no phones? Literally never. Literally never. Three years ago, we haven't been in the same place at the same time, but a handful of times. Yeah, that's really true. Tina and I have hung out, I'd say, in the past year. What? Twice? Once? Twice? Twice. I don't don't even know. I came to the city. We had a laugh over the summer. I saw you like in May, like maybe three times this year. Yeah. That's That's crazy. crazy. Dust Bowl times. First of all, we've talked about this a lot. (laughs) Dust Bowl times, you can't even have a podcast no that's how primitive it was yeah dust bowl times for sure we'd love to talk about stuff like that I, we bring up the Salem with Charles at least once an up <laughs> I think it's just important to keep perspective <laughs> for sure for sure we love to keep it real we love to keep it real um should we do topic? I wanna, yeah <laughs> okay. let's do topic Amazing. okay guys we found out last night that we are on identical sex in the city journeys right now. Mm. That means me and Kaylee have both seen reruns of the show. So we know what's going on and everything. We have watched the first movie a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. We, and we have started watching and just like that and are also starting the series from the very beginning. Yeah. So we're on identical paths right now. Yeah. I'm pretty far in the series. I will say, because I've had oh. a lot of time. <laughs> True. How far? Oh my God. I think the fifth season. Oh, wow. Okay. So our journeys are not identical. They're close, but they're close and they're rooted. Yeah. uh, Motivation is identical. Um, This is my first time watching it fully. It's crazy. I did not realize because like I said, I only watched it when reruns were on. Mm -hmm. I did not realize that Carrie meets Big the first episode. Yeah, me either. And it's like, let the games begin. It's all it is, is games. It is. I was like, my jaw dropped. I was like, that was how long she had been doing this do-si-do with him. Forever, it seems. It's the whole show. I couldn't believe it. Which makes um, 
the first episode of just like that kind of like oh oh shit um just like that spoilers about to occur so skip ahead I'm giving you a moment okay amazing um when the whole premise of the show being without him I'm like oh because yeah how would this show then the girls aren't sexing it up in the city (laughs) that's the truth yeah well so far no one's having sex but Miranda's son but Miranda's son correct um I hate is about Brady oh my god he's I hate Brady having sex I hate Brady having sex with his with his girlfriend also I don't know how Miranda's like allowing that I don't know. Maybe she's trying to be like the like modern like as long as they're being safe rather under my roof than out somewhere dangerous. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know. See her doing that. I could see her being modern mom, but then when he has a little weed, she goes nuts. And I was like, pick a yeah. lane. It's hard for me to watch the new episodes and not be like that's Cynthia Nixon. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. I can watch the old ones and be like, that is Miranda. But watching new, I'm like, that's Cynthia Nixon. She did eat at my restaurant pretty recently. I wasn't there. Heard about it, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's she wild. She with Jesse Tyler Ferguson. What were those two up to? What were they eating pasta, I guess? Damn. Damn. Lucky. <laughs> Lucky them. I, w- I always miss the celebrities at my job. Always. I get, like, the random ones, the niche ones that only I know. That's I'm why like, they're oh given to you, though. That's why, Kaylee. Yes, but I miss, like, the David Schwimmers, the Cynthia Nixons. Damn. I get the Sal from Impractical Jokers. Like, <laughs> Okay, I love Sal from Impractical Jokers. Me, too. And when I tell you we bumped into each other, and I was like, uh, uh, my king, how are you? <laughs> what if they Impractical Jokered you? Oh, my God, that would have been heaven. I was already cut at that point, um, but the server that had him was like, do you want to take this table? I will let you. And I was like, mm, no, I'd rather go home. We already bumped into each other, but if we didn't have that yeah. moment, I might take you up on it. <laughs> you already had the moment. Uh, exactly. Sorry, yeah, I got distracted. I, I, got am, distracted. I am very much like, that's Cynthia Nixon. Um, if they break her and Steve up again, which it looks like that's where they're going. Uh, yeah. I'm going to lose my freaking mind. I think they will. And here's here's why. Hear me out. Just was talking to my mom about it. Um, she's glad that we're recording because um, she said that she has had like very minimal podcasts to listen to. I'm sorry for that. She said, everybody's taking a break at the same time. I was like, people actually do tend to do that around the holidays. Um, but she, her and I were talking and I was like, I'm not loving this. Because I love Steve so much, and my Me mom was like, too. "But think about it. Like Miranda always was like, eh, no, wait, come back. No, wait, come back. Like with Steve, and it was so she would just like kind of keep him around. But I think it's because he's her best friend, and she's even said like they haven't had sex in like so long. Um, I know. So I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool." So maybe they'll just stay best friends. I, I can't see Steve. I'm sure he will be a little heartbroken, but I can't see him being anything but supportive when Miranda does eventually come out to him. I know. It, that's why it's crazy to watch and just like that and Sex in the City from the beginning at the same time because I just watched one of the first episodes where Miranda, the plot is that like Miranda tries to be a lesbian. Yeah. 
and can't do it. And I'm like, oh, how the tables have turned. Yeah. It's just, it was, to me, I was like, why are we back here with they haven't had sex? Because that was the whole thing of the first movie Mm -hmm. was that like they hadn't had sex and Steve cheated. Um, And so I was like, why did we walk across the Brooklyn Bridge? Why did we have this beautiful moment between Rain and Steve to go right back to no, like we haven't had sex in in years. If they break up, I want them to have Steve with a a beautiful, beautiful what like they better take care of Steve because I am romantically addicted to Steve, as I told Kaylee last night. I love Steve. I love his weird voice. Me too. And I think it's, this is honestly maybe my hottest take on, and just like that, mm-hmm. everyone's like, why would Steve have lost his hearing? He's not 80. I invite them to actually talk to a man in his mid fifties. And you may be surprised by how little they hear. Hey everyone, it's Kaylee and Tina. And yes, we are incorporating ads into our podcast now, but before you skip ahead, please listen because you know that we would never steer you wrong. Tina, why don't you tell them who our first sponsor is? Our first sponsor is With Love Candle Company. It is run by Alexandra and Tommy. They're Kentucky natives. They created With Love Candle Company in June of 2020. The name was a no-brainer because they create scents based on the people and things they love and they do it together absolute relationship goals. They've sold Mm -hmm. and shipped over a thousand candles to over 30 states in just a few months of being in business. And they strive to be as green as possible and reuse a lot of their shipping materials. And their candles are made with 100% soy wax made from soybeans grown in the US of A. We are personally obsessed with their Zodiac collection. We have their Cancer Zodiac candle, melting wax, and bar soap. And let me tell you, it is absolutely heavenly. They have it for every zodiac sign and they incorporate things based off your sign and they also have fun scents like the dump him candle which has white sage to get him out of your life um and for (laughs) our listeners we have a sweet little treat for you if you use the code underrated you will get 10 percent off your order with them and please make sure to follow them on instagram at withlove.candleco Yes, absolutely. Obsessed with them and obsessed with their products. So be sure to take advantage of that sweet, sweet deal. And now, Tina, before I get into this next sponsor, can I just ask you a quick question? Yeah. Have you ever been in love? Yeah, Kaylee. No, no, no. I mean, seriously, you've been in love. Kaylee, yeah. Okay, well, don't brag because I have too. I've recently fallen in absolute love with Ella T. Co. Ella T. Co. is a female-owned small business located in Huntington, Indiana, with items ranging from political tees to witchy crewnecks and so much more. I mean, how could I not help but fall head over heels? And to top it all off, Ella T. Co. gives back. For every tea purchased from them, a tree is planted. Yes, you heard me right. She's literally saving the earth. And for our lucky listeners, you will get 20% off of your purchase and free shipping by using your discount code underrated at checkout. Seriously, what's not to love? So make your purchase today through www.elatico.com or at their Etsy shop and even follow Ella T on Instagram at Ella T Co. Yeah, and also something really crazy to me is my roommates have been um, you know, taking in episodes as I'm watching it. Um, and Katie, the first episode, um, 
that she saw Steven, like one of his first eps, um, she was like, is he deaf? And I was like, why do you say that? And she was like, because he literally looks like he has a hearing aid in. And I was like, does he? And then we like couldn't figure it out. So I was like, has he had a hearing aid in the whole time? And we just didn't acknowledge it in the 90s. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I thought that was really interesting based off That's- of and just like that, that she said that that was the first thing she said. She's a powerful vibe collector. Yeah. She was able to predict his <laughs> predict his future. I I saw one thing. It was some podcast that I don't even listen to. It's just a segment of theirs on TikTok. And they said something like, are they setting up Steve to have early onset Alzheimer's like his mom? And I was like, I'll I'll turn it off right then and there. Yeah. That uh why is the internet the way it is? That's I, the, that's times I can't deal. I know. I I love Steve. I love his crazy voice. Um, I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Um, I do think we have to address the age old question. Are you a Carrie? Are you a Miranda? Are you a Samantha? Are you a Charlotte? And here's the, I would like to say something right off the bat. Um, if you asked me three weeks, maybe a month ago, um, what I was, I definitely wouldn't be able to tell you. But I I would know in my heart it was Miranda of the four. Um, But I was even telling my roommate, Katie, I was like, I feel like that's just like offensive when people say that. Like, she's always grumpy. And this this is before I had taken my dive back in. I was maybe just at the beginning of the first season. I was like, it's just like people have told me that before. And it's just like, that's the most offensive thing you can say to someone. And like, blah, 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 blah. And then as I've watched her more, I'm like, yeah, she's annoying, but they're all annoying. And she has some great qualities about her. And then the same friend that I said that to my room, I'm going to publicly apologize to my roommate, Katie, because I was venting to her about it. And she gets infuriated with Miranda sometimes. And then one day I said to her, I was like, well, of the four, you are Miranda. And this was after I had told her that's the worst insult to give someone. And she says, <laughs> she said, what are you, that was the meanest thing you've ever said. And I was like, I forgot I did say that to you, but I have had a change of heart. Um, and I don't think she believed me what I'm saying on a public platform. I did have a change of heart. And I'm sorry that I didn't tell you that before telling you you were a Miranda. Because I, of the four, am that as well. And that's what she she actually uh, came back at me with that. She said, well, then what are you? And I was like, that's an amazing Miranda. question. And I still feel uncomfortable answering it. <laughs> I think you're right that they all are annoying. Mm-hmm. Because I personally feel I am Charlotte Mm -hmm. and she is also famously annoying um she's been getting a lot of slander especially for and just like that she they had her be really annoying during Big's funeral and everything because it was comic relief vibes though that she was always crying she's also always like that like always so you're I feel like you're Charlotte Sun, maybe maybe Carrie Moon or Carrie Rising. Yeah, I feel like I'm Carrie because I'm writer. Um, yeah, but like sh- usually when I'm watching, like all of them have brunch or whatever, mm-hmm. I would say what Charlotte is saying, where she's like, "No, Carrie, like that's not a bad sign," yeah. or like like whatever her like input is on Carrie's dilemma, she brings to the forum. Yeah, I usually align with Charlotte, but I love Steve. And I keep it real. I don't know. I feel like I, 
I could see myself being all of them except Samantha because Samantha is way too cool for me. Mm-hmm. If you're the Samantha of your friend group, congratulations. You're the least annoying. Um, yeah. And Literally, that, congratulations. do we know any Samanthas? I'm trying to think if I would qualify anyone as a Samantha. Cause I don't know. Just I don't know any boss. false Samanthas, but I know our dear friend, uh, Ryan J. Taylor will listen yep. and they will say, you know I'm a Samantha so I was gonna say say, (laughs) if we know I was literally going to say if we know Samantha it's Ryan um but yeah that's the thing about these girls is I feel like it's um it's easy to say I'm Miranda I'm a Charlotte um easier to say oh I'm a Samantha to be a Carrie is like a full Carrie with no hints of anything else is so rare to me rare and sociopathic yeah, I did tell my friend Owen recently. I was like, if anything, I feel like you've got some carry. I feel like <gasps> really I, is that crazy of me to Wait, say? Wait, that's so funny. Owen I, in the city to me reminds me of Carrie. <laughs> Cause he's like, do 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 yeah. do 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 <laughs> He's Boom. always looking at a bus with his full body on it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for doing. I was literally just gonna talk about the bus. Uh, that's so funny. Um no Carrie. I I I I'm realizing watching through now and people have been talking about this Carrie's never having sex we never see it everyone else we see them having sex but I guess SJP was like I don't want that and they were like that's fine yeah she never shows boob right right they all show boob except her yeah that's what I'm noticing um literally Kim Cattrall shows boob every episode. I'm not judging, but she literally, like, that was not, she did not cross that off in her contract. She says, every episode, look, look, look. I was like, oh my God. Dude, every episode. I, she is really so good. And this is not saying anything new, but I'm like, she makes it. Like, she She is, because the the rest of the three of them are like too similar. Like, obviously their personalities are different, but like she is the only one where you could write out her plot lines and you know like that is a samantha story like the rest of them you could be like oh i could see this being like carrie or charlotte or carrie or miranda or like miranda or charlotte but like yeah samantha is the only one that you're like that only samantha would be yeah in this situation um i agree i've always thought i was a charlotte so i went into watching the series with that in my head strictly because the first thing I did was watch the movie because me and my mom would always watch it because it stays on E if you turn on on E E. that movie is on um and the scene where she confronts big when she's pregnant Mm -hmm. like she yells at him and she's like I like I cursed the day you were born because he stood up Mm -hmm. Carrie at the altar and she's crying because she always defended him in the at the brunch talks like she yeah. always rooted for him and she gets so upset that she goes into labor i'm like that is 110% something <laughs> i would do there are like a few ex boyfriends of my friends that i'm like if i see them i think i might black out like, <laughs> like people i have not seen in yeah. years that i'm like you better pray you don't bump into me oh for sure oh my god I'm trying to think of Miranda vibes. Let me see. Oh, I'm trying to think of reasons why she's underrated. And um, the I think the reason it's underrated to be a Miranda, like I feel like people automatically, I don't know if it's like the really striking 
awkward hair in season one that people are just like, I'm done. Um, why the hell did they do that to her? Why the hell did they do that to her? I don't think it gets okay until like season three. Like it I really know. takes a long time. Um, but I think people automatically are just like taken aback by that, myself included. But what I'm learning more about her is like she keeps it fucking real. Also, she's like, she's the first one to become a mom on the show. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. She has to see all of her friends still like living out a life that she used to live with them. And eventually she gets back to that sex in the city vibe, but she has like a baby to raise. And I kind of watch those episodes and I think sometimes they're really unfair to Miranda when she mm-hmm. first has the baby. Cause they're like, eh, no fun. And I'm like, you can't do that to your friend. No, they're kind of, I just watched the episode where they all go to the baby shower and they're like, ugh, will that ever be us? Like having yeah. kids or whatever. And in that, I feel like in that way, I am Charlotte at times because she's like it is good to have a baby and she's so excited to go to the baby shower yeah until that bitch steals her baby name um but the rest of their their anti-kids attitude I'm like I can't get behind this and I am glad that Miranda enjoys motherhood although in the last episode of and just like that spoilers for anyone who's not caught up when she's like the, when her professor is like, is having kids worth it? And Miranda was like, Ugh. Uh. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe she she doesn't feel that way. I don't know. If my son was up to what Grady was up to, I'd be like, uh-uh. But you know, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like these women only should have had girls. Yeah. Is that crazy to say? No, that's not crazy Sorry. to say. When she... When she actually, she's probably within her rights to be like, I don't know if having kids is worth it. Cause it's about the day when, on in which you catch someone. And I feel like any parent of a 17 year old boy, it's kind of yeah. hard to see the light in that moment. And especially with, what does she open up the first episode with that? She stepped on his used condom. I was like, I, if that happened to me, I'd be like, don't have kids. They're, yeah. they're not worth it, but maybe he'll grow into a, a fine young man. That made my stomach drop. I Sorry. know. I guess I'm I was negative. like. I was, yeah, I guess I am sex negative ultimately because I was I could not get behind that. Oh, my tummy hurts from that. Um, yeah, their son's a lot, but I am Team Miranda now. I respect her a lot more than I did starting off the show. I think it's really. I think what people don't understand about her is she is she is a girl's girl. She's always going to be the friend that keeps it real with you. And honestly, most of us are like her. And I will. I'm most of us are that. like her. The scene that I am like, I am a Miranda. And I think, I think you can be a little more gentle in situations. I think I might be a little more. Oh my God. Blunt. Literally. I think Do you know what I'm going to say right now? Side of me, because I think any of my other friends listening might say that's not true. I, I don't think they I ever might. had to be like, Tina, here's what I'm thinking. Listen. Yeah, you need to get. I think I've done that to like far too many of my I friends can, to be like, no, that's not how it's gonna go. This is not. You need to do what's best for you. Like I can be crazy I can, like that. <laughs> I can actually see you doing this, this situation to a few of our. There's some people who are coming to mind that I'm like, I could see Kaylee having this confrontation with them. I think you are absolutely right that I just you've never had to to set me straight in that way, but you would. The scene where Carrie is like, I'm gonna have lunch with Big again. And Miranda's like, don't tell me when it falls apart this time. Like, I stop it. I've had that like, exact conversation weak. with friends before. And the thing is, I will, of course, always be there for my friends um, when they do of course. come crying. Like, 
crying to me upset about it afterwards but that is my way of being like you're going to come crying to me about this afterwards and just know in my mind I'm thinking I told you but as soon as my friend does come to me I'm like I'm sorry that really sucks and I feel like it's something that kind of comes with like age and experience to like never be like I won't be there for you and and Miranda does ultimately turn around in a second and be like and be like no and in that way we are Miranda if one of my friends was acting the way Carrie acts about big I think I actually would have to go back to that place of being like are you are you nuts it gets to be a lot from her it's like girly what are we doing and like have you gotten to Aiden yet I've watched um episodes with Aiden like I haven't seen Aiden in its full but I've seen enough to know that Carrie is sick and twisted I yeah I like love that boy and like she tries like so hard to love him but I'm like oh my god at this point it's like kind of it's just like it's taking advantage of him but like it the the mind of Carrie Bradshaw is so hard to try to diagnose and pick apart I can't it's horrible we I I've been watching it with my sister and we're like watching the first episode or the second episode where he's like oh I think your writing is cute Mm -hmm. and then he's like he says like he always does like says something condescending to her but then is like but you're funny like but I want someone I could laugh with at the end of the day like something like that and I was like, yeah. I said like, oh my God, like, you know, I could never, I would never uh, enjoy a man who acts this way. Like that's so, I was like, I feel like I would fall for that maybe when I was like 16. Yeah. To, like fall for someone who's like condescending and mean to yeah. me, but then pulls you back in with that charm. And Mary's like, yeah. And like, as a 30 year old woman, Carrie should be way past this. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right like it really says something that she's 30 and she's like falling for bigs uh mean and then pulls you back in with the charm I'm like she needs to go on a long trip yeah she has like an ep randomly where she's um she's like does everybody have daddy issues uh and then I thought to myself does everybody have daddy issues blah 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 blah. and I'm like girl you do and it like randomly shows a picture of her and her dad and I'm like he left right is that the consensus of it I think yeah I think so I think that's it and the more I thought about it I'm like oh big is always like calling her kid and stuff Mm -hmm. and he's always in and out of her life like I don't know he's always leaving I'm just like that is what that is but that always leaving a lot yeah always leaving and she's always coming right back no if I was Miranda I would be like Carrie I'm gonna freak out if you see this guy again like yeah it is not even funny and I do you ever listen to girls gotta eat no heard of it though they're great they are great I love those girls Ashley and Raina they pointed out that it's like oh finally like Carrie wins like she gets him whatever and it's like yeah when he's 50 yeah he's out of the game like he's yeah. like all right uh, I'll marry you fine we'll do this then after standing her up at the altar yeah I, I'm, I'm like he never even really came through like I was happy for them to see that scene and and just like that where they're like oh we make dinner and listen to a record and drink wine every yeah. night I'm like yeah like big chose to spend his retirement with you 
Yeah. And and that's nice. But like he did pick like a million girls before you. A million girls, a million circumstances. Like he Mm -hmm. is, he was so crazy. Did you, have you seen the episode before where Carrie's like, I don't even know where she is. It looks like the country, but I feel like it's like upstate New York with Aiden. Yes. And then big, like, and that movie star he's dating, like, break up. And he's like, can I hang out? And Carrie, like, invites him up. I'm like, girl, yes. you're crazy. No, you literally she literally. on Aiden with this guy. And you invited she him. She literally there. needs to go on a long trip for that. Like, she is. And is then she has the, the way she thinks. The audacity to say to Aiden, be nice. Like, please make friends with him. I'm like, what is your, do no. you have a mental issue? Imagine she if the does. tables were turned because she would be not able to handle it and writing in her column about it. Sorry, I just like freaked out at her, but that she episode would... was astonishing to me. No, she is astonishing. I was just astonished by the church episode, as you saw in my snap story, which unleashed this whole oh, conversation between sure. us. She crashes church mm-hmm. to meet Big's mom as an ambush and then is surprised when he doesn't introduce her as his girlfriend and then she has to mull over it and do her carry thing for like four days and decide the conclusion that she comes to after four days which in that moment you know okay he's not serious about me but then she has to think about it for four days and she talks to um stanford and he's like oh aren't you excited big's taking you to the caribbean for free and she's like i don't know i feel like it's just a consolation prize that like he doesn't want me to meet his mom bitch that is a huh. consolation prize I will take. Also, it's like, you just don't, yes, Big isn't serious about Carrie and that is yeah. what she learns. And maybe I would stand by her not going to the Caribbean if she then, it was a clean break and she was like, you know what? I need to be away from this guy because I'm in love with him and he isn't serious about me. Yeah. But she goes back again and again and I'm like, you could have at least gotten a vacation out of this because he never really takes her away again, I don't think. I think she kind of... St- she kind of yeah. screwed that up for herself by standing him up the one time she was going to get a vacation. And yeah, he said, I'll stand you up. I'll stand you up in the future and it'll, tenfold. It'll be so much tenfold. Worse. He didn't even forget. He was like, you made me go on that plane alone. I'll make you walk down that aisle alone. Please. He's no, he's he don't get me wrong. He is twisted. Um, yeah. But also him being like, I don't want you to meet my mom and her being like okay I'll take it upon myself yeah to meet your mom it's like you also just don't yes the situation was that big wasn't serious about Carrie but you don't know someone's situation with their family and it might be that like he wasn't ready for his like for you to meet his mom because of like stuff with his mom like not about if he's serious about you or not like you don't know people's lives yeah it's definitely a conversation to have for sure before just showing up no she's uh, she is so annoying. Her and her little church outfit made me pissed off. <laughs> For some reason, it made me matter. I know that like that's what the show is, and in a way, like to me, it's camp. Um, yes, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I could have done without, or like the outfit will be fine, and they'll turn around, and I'm like, what is that additional piece that we didn't know was there? No, the last episode of in just like that when she goes to the bodega in like a white full-length skirt (laughs) see that shit and I was like what and Mary was like I think they're like kind of showing like she's back to herself like back to like being like Carrie like dressing crazy and I'm like they could have 
chose it put her in the pink dress again I don't know I was like this full length white skirt is not doing it for me I was like dude what are we talking about I off topic I love their treatment of COVID (laughs) where they're like it's it's gone and it's like it's not like I feel like most shows I watch either have like they don't acknowledge it at all which that's good to not acknowledge it at all I believe tv shows have widely done a bad job handling COVID so like maybe just don't even acknowledge it or people are like oh we're all still wearing masks and whatever I love how they're like COVID happened and it's it's over there's no sign of it and they're in New York City and probably New York City will be the last place to like have no sign of it ever happening like I know there's some parts of the country where it already is like it never happened New York City will not be that that place for a while no definitely not I think it's like one in I don't even know like the other day like one in six or seven people no one in 60 I lied but that's a lot for New York (laughs) that's a lot for New York for Connecticut when they're like one in seven I'm like that's like 200 people (laughs) yeah that's what it was no yeah it's like it will not it will not ever like I don't know where when this series is supposed to be taking place where they're like remember COVID oh, crazy times it uh, makes me laugh so hard especially when I started watching it like things started to get bad early December when it dropped yeah and I was like I was like this was a hope this was an optimistic prediction yeah. they I had when the they made this show that. yeah I think the, the summer, summer does unfortunately that. does that because this summer I was like times have changed baby every time it gets warm out and the cases go down and we're outside I'm like here we go but then the past what two or three falls and winters I'm like oh never mind uh this is not going away and it's yeah it's scary but I'm also like okay this huge spike like what really freaked me out was like in August when there was a huge spike because I was like fuck I don't know where it's like at least I'm like, okay, yeah, like this is the time of year people get sick. Yeah. Like at least I can understand why it's happening. In August, I was like, oh shit, like yeah. what's happening? Um, I wonder what it will be like next winter. Cause I think uh forgive me for being an optimist on the pod, but no, please. I like need to be or I'll go nuts. Yeah. But the thing is, like, we are figuring out better ways to handle it. Like there are really smart people in the world. None of them work in the government, by the way. Uh, No, some of them, some of them do shout out to the real ones, all three Mm -hmm. of you. Um, (laughs) But there are like really smart people out there. And I'm like, we are going to keep figuring out more accurate and quick ways to test air filtration things. Yeah ways to even treat COVID like I saw something the other day being like oh now they're kind of figuring out uh, a good like medicine for COVID like for those like it will cut hospitalizations down a lot because it's like for the specific breathing problems it causes so I'm like okay COVID's not getting away not going away which means though that smart people will continue working on ways to make it less of a threat to society and that's the only thing that keeps me going is thinking that way. 
yeah you have to or you kind of get into like just a dark hole of sad thoughts yeah and the sex in the city writers knew that and that's why they manifested (laughs) they manifested covid going away by being like it went away it's gone it's gone back to sex in the city every time they reference covid i i laugh because i'm like just you just didn't even have to put it in the show but they'll be like oh remember quarantine when i we would listen to this music every night and i'm like why'd you guys even put this in there yeah shows uh, the way that shows are handling it's it's so weird because you don't want that to be literally all you talk about because that's all people have been hearing about for three yeah, years no but it's one like, wants to talk how about do it. you just be like and in this universe it never happened <laughs> but then it's like they'll be like it never happened but then they'll say something so extreme yeah like that woman they bumped into at brunch where she was like, oh my God, when I don't see someone, I just assume they died of COVID. Yeah. Did Samantha die of COVID? I'm like, what a blunt way to introduce talking about COVID on this show. And it's Samantha. Like, <laughs> and Samantha. And they're like, no, I like it. It made me laugh so hard because I was like, this is a universe where COVID is a very like cavalier thing of the past, but also people are like, everyone I know died of COVID. Like the, they'll yeah. just have this like, uh, like secondary character not even secondary like ensemble characters with a line and their one line is like i lost everyone to covid and yeah. the girls are just like sorry <laughs> what did what did you think about um oh my god i swear this is the longest episode we've ever done sorry this is my final i know this but is final this is question. this is us genuinely talking about it because we did not discuss anything before no um we rarely do <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about us um but what did you think about the the samantha of it all did you like oh, it or what did you think i think they're keeping their options open because the, i think that they are kind of hoping she will come back i don't think she will and i, know, I don't that girl has hate for sarah jessica parker i need to know what happened but sarah jessica parker is like like it's either Sarah I can't say her name more than once SJP is either the most amazing actress of our generation and she did something crazy or Kim Cattrall made a situation up because people will ask her and she's like truly I don't know (laughs) I thought we were friends they are very their feud is very very interesting to me because it's like it's not even like Kim Cattrall was like, you know what? No, I have no interest in like going on that show and working with her again. Like she was kind of a diva or whatever. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't like that simple. She was like, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> Jessica Parker. She was like, Sarah, Jessica Parker. How dare you wish me condolences on my brother? You <laughs> bitch. I was like, that made me laugh so hard. I was like, someone has to be like truly, truly evil. Like it is a well-known motif in like, literature film etc that it's like even your worst enemy in times of like big loss or grievance like they will wish you condolences and like you will accept them like death is like the one thing that everyone can like stand together on and be like I'm so sorry and you're like thank you can you imagine someone in real life like you know when someone posts like oh rest in peace grandma yeah. And someone comments like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Like, can you imagine seeing someone comment back and be like, why don't you stay out of my life? You <laughs> fucking loser. That's like the, truly if Sarah Jessica Parker is evil. Then I think that's the funniest thing ever that yeah. Kim Cattrall did that. 
if Sarah is not evil, I don't know why Kim Cattrall did that. And the thing is, Kim Cattrall was like, my mom was like, why won't Sarah Jessica Parker leave you alone? Why was she posting condolences to you? She should fuck off. Because so I was like, the mom's on board. What happened? What happened? I like I can make up a million scenarios in my head. But the thing about this is we'll never know. We'll never know. And I don't think she's coming back. I think I they. Either. I think it was intentional that she didn't die because people knew that would be crazy. But it's like, please, Carrie had to explain to Samantha the way PR works nowadays. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Samantha, I know Samantha's Instagram is popping. Like, you For do sure. not explain to Samantha Jones how PR works, you idiot. Yeah, that that I didn't love. I didn't think that was very realistic. I did like that the flowers were from her. Oh, I cried my eyes out, yeah. of course. I said, because it's like, I wasn't even thinking about it when I said it, but like, that's the famous motif that like, no matter yeah. what terms you're on, people offer their <gasps> condolences. So I'm like- Wait, thinking about that now though, like SJP did send flowers um, and that was the thing. So that is kind of- <laughs> crazy thinking about it I kind of and my friend shout out to Maggie she listens my friend Maggie had said like do you think like that was like a dig and I wasn't even thinking about it saying it just now but my friend Maggie was actually the first to say like do you think they did that like as a dig like see like Carrie accepted the flowers even though they were on bad terms and I was like I don't think they were thinking that deep like I don't think they are in the business of trying to dig Kim Cattrall because I think they're genuinely terrified of what she might do next yeah and I think they all I mean the way these women either have like you know our blood sisters like these three women and they were like we will not discuss a word or they all genuinely are like we didn't know we were in a fight on set because all of them are like we did not know and I can't see my girl Cynthia Nixon Miranda who says everything she says and or says everything she feels I cannot imagine her not being like uh no Kim Cattrall's being crazy I think she is dumbfounded as well and is like what happened (laughs) yeah I don't know I think like they must have experience something like you said either genuinely horrible or there was no drama I wish Kim Cattrall would would say what happened yeah maybe that's maybe she doesn't even know maybe the SJP thing I mean she has talked about it since and been like nah fuck those girls but um maybe she was lashing out from the death of her brother I'm not sure also like Samantha is the as it's so hard because Carrie Bradshaw is like truly one of a kind like like I said it's so hard to be a Carrie but Samantha Jones is the it girl of sex in the city yes so maybe I don't know maybe there was something with pay or storylines or something like I just I don't know maybe she got sick of the Carrie of it all yeah and I could see that and people had pointed out like you know Sarah Jessica Parker gets to be the lead but it's like they would have Kim Cattrall as we talked about we she'd have her tits out every episode yeah she was the most vulnerable on camera and I saw someone say I wish I could remember who they were also like they always put Samantha in like unflattering situations too yeah like they would be like oh she comes out of them so cool though yes very much but maybe that's very much true but maybe she was like 
getting annoyed that it's like she's getting down and dirty every episode but yeah. she's not the protagonist yeah and not getting that like star treatment but I wish I, I would I feel like if that were the case she would just be like I left the show because I felt like I was doing the most work and I was not paid or given yeah the right treatment like I feel like she it's a very insane thing to come out and be like no it's because I hate these girls <laughs> yeah for sure if you don't mean it yeah agreed agreed oh okay we said what we need to say. We I said, think. I I would not be surprised if we do a little and just like that check in. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's like watching a lot it. To say that's my favorite thing. No one's liking it, but we're all watching we're it, all watching and that's it. what we all have right now. True. I think my mom is liking it. So shout out to her. So. Me and my she mom love Sex in the City. She said that's her all time favorite show. She said that to me recently, and I was like, I didn't even know. Sex and the City is really really good i also was just thinking just re-watching it sorry this is literally the last thing i'll say no please. i'm like part of why and just like that isn't hitting the same right now the third episode i thought they were actually in a really good place with their like rhythm talking mm-hmm. like the, the three girls that felt a lot better but it's just like there's no narration there's no breaking the fourth wall yeah it's shot completely differently like it just looks too clean yeah 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 it's missing that 90s grain yeah so I think that's part of why I'm like having a hard time adjusting but maybe we'll get there maybe we will maybe um, we will did we cross the uh, line uh no I don't think so I don't think so I don't know I we, don't think so I don't know I don't think so it's fine if we I did, don't think sorry. so <laughs> would I would I necessarily want the writers of and just like that to listen to this episode no not necessarily no, no, no. not necessarily but and if you are welcome if you Welcome. are, I'd love a job. <laughs> <laughs> I have some ideas. Um, just checking in. I I would also love if Kim Cattrall is listening. Tell us. No tell hate us. to all girl. We stand you. Just let us know what's up. We'll we take it to, to our grade. To just tell us what, what happened out there. Yeah. Um, have you found anything to be overrated this week? Overrated this week. Oh my gosh. Um, honestly, the amount of sitting I've done is pretty overrated. I'll say that. Um, I even, what's it called? Sciatica? Yeah. That shit hit me hard a couple Damn. days in. And I was like, oh, you can't sit or stand with this. It hurts so bad. Um, so that is overrated to me. How about Absolutely. you? <laughs> overrated to me. I guess what I just kind of touched upon earlier briefly mm-hmm. is just like the the doomsday yeah. talk. I'm like, because I know it makes a lot of people feel better to just like put it out into the void and be like, like someone just, it was about COVID, climate change, everything. They just like tweeted like, and everyone was posting it everywhere. Like delete the baby names list off your phone like we're, we're all gonna die and I know that it that's the way some people feel better is by just like throwing it out into the void but I I do implore people to think about what you're putting out into the world and think about if it really has the energy of something you want everyone to like see because like I don't know I, I've maybe I'm just like very sensitive but like when my whole timeline is stuff like that it makes me feel so filled with dread and I have to remind myself that like I'm doing okay 
And yeah, I mean, even hearing that, I'm, it automatically gets me thinking. I'm like, is that legit? <laughs> yeah, I. That's why I love my best friend. Shout out Kyla, because she actually is a smart person working in environmental engineering, and she's like, it's gonna be okay. Like, we got good people working on this, and I'm like, thank you, Kyla. That makes me feel so much better because it's yeah. like, I'm just like, I believing what people say because I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, stay positive. Stay positive, guys. I know we we maybe weren't positive the whole time, but we're not saying some stuff. We're not trying to make people miserable ever. Mm. And if we are, why are you listening? You crazy. Um guys, if you're listening to us on Spotify, you can now give us five stars, which was not an option in the past. You can't write a review, but you can give us five stars. So please do that. I don't even know if it would be helpful to us, but it would definitely be nice to see. Yeah, just to look at. Um, also on Apple Podcasts, you would still write a review. You could still get five stars. It makes a world of difference. Follow us on Instagram at Narrated Podcast XO. Follow us on Twitter at Narrated Pod XO. Shout out to our other extraordinaire, HPP. Shout Wait, out HPP. That's no, HHP. That's his dad's initials. Sorry, they have the same name to me. Um, HHP. Uh, cut this. You can edit this out. You can edit this out, Howard. Um, cut this. All right. Bye. Bye.